0: Welcome into the Y'all Show. It's Martin Luther King Jr. Day across the nation and some states celebrating Robert E. Lee Day as well. I'm John Raw. Welcome into this all Southern show as we recognize our two icons of history here today, Lee and King. And we hope you're having a good holiday for most of you. You're not having to work today, you're enjoying the holiday and learning all about perhaps these historical figures or at least one of them. And we hope you're having a good time with family and friends. And we're working right here on the Y'all Show today. So bear with us as we'll give you two hours of good information. We've got plenty of a recap of Sunday's NFL action. You've got a familiar opponent in the Super Bowl again. The New England Patriots, they were able to knock off the Kansas City Chiefs Sunday evening and advance to the Super Bowl. I think it's the fifth Super Bowl appearance for New England in the last eight years. Tom Brady back at the Super Bowl, and he'll be playing the, well, we'll tell you who they're playing. They're playing the Los Angeles Rams as the Rams were able to knock off the Saints in overtime. And now the Rams and the Patriots in Atlanta in just a few weeks for the Super Bowl. We'll have more info. In hour two, in our weekend review of sports on the Y'all Show, then we'll have Jerry Short come on and he'll talk about Martin Luther King Jr.'s legacy as well as Robert E. Lee, of course, General Lee and all things CSA under attack. It seems every day somewhere someone else is trying to revise history and erase history. And we'll talk about that with Jerry in hour two. You don't want to miss out on all the fun. When the teller of tales from Takapola stops by later this hour, we will discuss a little business news with you. We've got some development there, including numbers are coming in from the state of Mississippi on casino revenue. Remember, with the uh, the Supreme Court changing the rule on betting and now sports betting legal and big numbers coming in for the magnolia state we'll have info on that as well as some other developments across the business front we'll have hashtag hullabaloo coming your way in just a few minutes and of course we'll dive into what's going on around the region if you want to reach out to us here on the y'all show with john Rawl, our number is 803-816-1170 on twitter we can be found at y'all show And also on Instagram, that's the address, at y'all show. So many ways for you to text us or call us, 803-816-1170 would love to get your impact here as we discuss all things southern well most of the south has had to endure some cold weather the last couple of days some uh, areas of the extreme northern portions of the south like kentucky and in the northern sections of tennessee missouri etc had some snowy weather and wind chills falling below zero in a major part of the country now again most of the south dodged a massive blizzard here this weekend But I will tell you, if you're looking to travel throughout the day today or perhaps early in the week, or maybe you were traveling over the weekend, you felt this as there were tons of icy conditions and and certainly lots of snowfall in the northeast of the country, in the Midwest. So it was a winter blast once again, and that maybe affected you as you were traveling throughout the long holiday weekend. Hopefully you were able to endure it and not have... Too long of a delay, but we are glad that you tuned us in here on the Y'all Show today. Sad news coming from Mobile, Alabama, as a police officer there was fatally shot Sunday afternoon, and a teen has been charged with capital murder. Mobile police officer Sean Tudor was killed Sunday while investigating leads when he was shot and killed by alleged suspect Marco Perez. Perez, 19 years old, and he killed the 30 year old officer on Sunday afternoon at the Peach Place Inn in Westmobile after Tudor was following leads to apprehend Perez. So just a sad thing there for the boys and girls in blue. I think this is now the fourth uniform policeman in the U.S. to die in 2019 alone. Perez's history with law enforcement is lengthy as he was arrested in July of last year for his role in a rash of 18 car break-ins. His mother, Tiffany Perez, was arrested just days ago after she helped Marco evade police by filing an erroneous police report alleging he was kidnapped. So, bad fella, and unfortunately, Alabama loses another officer. Remember, it was a Birmingham police officer last weekend who was gunned down in the line of duty, and now we've got this police officer from Mobile, Alabama. We will remember the sacrifice of Sean Tudor, T-U-D-E-R, His last name killed while on patrol in Mobile, Alabama. Remember the video, if you watched news at all this weekend, of a couple of Kentucky kids. They went on a field trip to Washington, D.C., and they evidently got into some words with an American Indian who was there on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial, and the big news story was these Essentially, these little brat kids from Covington, Kentucky, from Covington Catholic High School, were provoking this American Indian who was protesting. He was a Vietnam veteran, actually. And it turns out, well, it may not quite be the way that most of the media portray this. A student stared and smiled at the American Indian protester. Again, an elderly man had served in Vietnam. And his schoolmates chanted and laughed. Well, they're saying they did nothing to provoke the man in this videotape confrontation, and they were only trying to calm the situation. That's their point of view. The schools already apologized for the kids' behavior, but the American Indian Nathan Phillips was there on the grounds of the Lincoln Memorial as they were having an indigenous people's march, and that was going on at the same time there was this March for Life, which I think is why... The kids from Kentucky had come. They were all wearing, for the most part, uh, Make America Great Again hats and other Trump apparel, and words were said, and according to some fe- people, they were chants of racists and bigots and white crackers and other things being yelled out at them. Again, these were just kids. I don't know exactly what happened. I don't know if anybody knows, but there is video of this. Some people thought they heard chanting of, build that wall. Somebody, Someone else said that they heard a chant of go back to the reservation and just bad things being said, perhaps. But again, we're talking kids, we're talking confusion, and I've seen where I've actually seen where the kids and the American Indian Nathan Phillips actually sang together when all this was over. Again, the media constantly looking for something to go bonkers about, and that may have been the case here, and you hate to see if these kids were indeed innocent them being assaulted by the social justice warriors of the world coming down after them. Wetumpka, Alabama had a tornado come through, and it has devastated most uh, a good portion of the city. The mayor says God has a plan after this EF2 tornado with winds between 120 and 130 miles an hour touchdown slam Wetumpka. Wetumpka is uh, it's about 15 miles northeast of Montgomery in the center of Alabama came into downtown Watumpka, even trapped some residents under debris. The mayor, Jerry Willis, told a local TV station that one injury was reported and four people had to be rescued after being trapped in a basement by debris. A senior center in Watumpka, as well as the police department and the historic First Presbyterian Church, were among the buildings damaged from the storm. But I don't see any fatalities, thank goodness. The mayor went on to add, God has a plan. We don't always know what God's plan is always, but we'll come together as a community and we'll be better. I promise you, we'll be better because of this, and it hurts. Well, Tumpka, Alabama, this was on Saturday, this tornado came through. I guess it was part of that storm where we were just talking about with snowy conditions and icy conditions in the northern edge of the south. Well, in Alabama, that same storm front coming through the cold front, I guess, caused tornadoes in central Alabama and Wetumpka. It had a large impact there. In Elmore County, 35 homes were damaged by this tornado when it came to the area over the weekend. K. Ivey, governor of Alabama, said I've talked with Wetumpka Mayor Willis and have assured him of available assistance. I've also been receiving updates from others. Now is the time for first responders to do assessments, recovery, and damage control, praying for all affected at Alabama EMA, that from the governor of Alabama, K. Ivey. Well, today, as we said, is Martin Luther King Jr. Day around the country. And how about this story from Houston, Texas? There are two competing parades on MLK Day, and they're rivals. And for more than two decades, the city of Houston has had these competing parades with organizers saying of the other parade that there's a conspiracy and favoritism and such, and city officials have had to battle over permits about the preferred start times of the MLK parades in Houston, Texas. The mayor, Sylvester Turner, who's up for re election in November, hoped to finally put an end to the dueling events this year in a city where about a quarter of the population is black. But his decision that the city would officially support one parade, the one that also happens to be the nation's oldest and an event honoring King, seems to have brought the rivalry to a whole new level. So, In a day that's supposed to bring about harmony and everybody gather around and honor King's legacy in Houston, where they had the first Martin Luther King Jr. parade, now they got two parades, and they're not happy about it. I don't know who gets the preference or which one may be the better one to attend, but there you have it from Houston, Texas. Hey, what were you doing last night? Did you go outside at all? I didn't. I failed to, I guess take take time to go outside and look up also i think clouds weren't in my favor where i was last evening but perhaps you were one of millions who went out to gaze at the stars and see images of the super blood wolf moon that happened last night and a lot of people in the south got on social media shared pictures and you got to see this eclipse that happened Really late in the night, it came early early Monday morning, late Sunday night, and images of this super blood wolf moon going on way, way up in the sky. The full eclipse began at 4.40 a.m. in Britain, which I guess would be roughly 11.40 eastern time, and it appeared red at 5.12, so somewhere around midnight or so, if you happen to be out, you might have seen the moon have what some people call a meatball effect it looked like a big red meatball in the sky if you saw the 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 eclipse the i love the name the super blood wolf moon going on last night i did not see it so i was getting my beauty rest at the time but i've seen everybody else share images on social media and it sure looked pretty i'm still trying to get over the eclipse of 2017 what was it late august what was supposed to be a full eclipse in the southeast it came across places like Nashville and South Carolina. Charleston was the last place that it went across, and I was very close to that. I was in North Georgia when it came across, and it was cool for about three or four seconds, but rather uh, it was not what I expected. Maybe I wasn't right in the direct path of that 2017 eclipse, but still pretty neat. And it just shows you, just like the mayor of Wetumpka, Alabama said earlier about the tornado god has a plan and it is amazing to see god's work when you see things like a super blood wolf moon going on the president has received an invitation from north carolina's general assembly to deliver the state of the union address far away from washington dc to the friendly confines of raleigh north carolina north carolina house speaker tim moore has extended the invitation remember because of the shutdown in Washington D.C., President Trump and Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House, are having a little bit of a a little bit of a childish back and forth with each other, and she has told the president that she doesn't think it's the time to have such a thing. State of the Union, I think, was supposed to be next week, and so it, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen next week. So the North Carolina state lawmaker has extended an invitation. For the president to deliver his speech in Raleigh at the House Chamber of North Carolina State House in Raleigh. Actually issued a letter to President Trump and he said in a letter, I attended your first State of the Union address in Washington DC last year. It was an unforgettable experience to witness this tradition of our commander in chief speech to a joint session of Congress. I also believe taking your message outside of the nation's Gilded capital to a state government venue reflects the priorities of your administration and those of our Congress to create success not only for federal institutions and programs, but for the American people they serve. The letter goes on. Now, I would think since North Carolina has Roy Cooper, a Democratic governor, he would not be in favor of President Trump coming to Raleigh to deliver this speech. But it would be a good thing, I think, for the president to go to somewhere like Raleigh. I personally have my own theory of where the president needs to deliver the state of the union this year not in washington dc stuffy washington i think he should go to the border i think he should go specifically to el paso at sunbowl stadium which looks out over the mexican border you can see mexico from that football stadium have a gigantic trump rally slash state of the union and and remember el paso Yes, it's on the border, but they also have a wall going through El Paso, and it has made a tremendous difference of the illegal crossings in that border town in West Texas. So that's just my opinion. Of course, that's also the home of Representative Robert O'Rourke, also known as Beto, the U.S. Congressman from El Paso. I would think he probably would not like President Trump having a State of the Union there in his own backyard, but that's just my opinion. Could be a a cool setting, of course, there would be a lot of protests going on. Oh well, President Trump, no stranger to protesting. This man has died, and I tell you, I saw the movie a couple of years ago, and what a life well lived. As former CIA technical operations officer Tony Mendez died Saturday after complications of Parkinson's disease, he died in Frederick, Maryland, at an assisted living center. Remember, he was the man featured in the movie Argo with Ben Affleck as the lead role playing Mendez, where they went into Iran during the American hostage crisis in 1980 and essentially stole six U.S. diplomats right from under the, the terrorism, the, the awful regime going on there in Iran at the time and got them to safety. And that movie that came out a couple of years ago, uh, an award-winning movie, Argo, playing by played by so many great actors and tony mendez was the hero that affleck starred as the real life tony mendez dying he was a native of nevada and went to the university of colorado to study art but ended up getting recruited to work in the cia and as we said most of his adult life spent in the washington dc area and he died over the weekend at age 78 after complications with parkinson's disease And now to West Tennessee, as a few veterans who have recently died that really didn't have friends and such were all buried over the weekend, and these were former Army soldiers Arnold Klecka, age 71, Wesley Russell, a 76-year-old, and Marine Charles B. Fox, age 60. They were laid to rest in a service attended by about 700 people at the West Tennessee Veteran Cemetery in Memphis, and a gun salute and a bagpiper played amazing grace now none of the three had family members present again they were essentially loners and they died and 700 people came out for the joint memorial service for these three veterans and they were buried with dignity there at the west tennessee memorial cemetery the, the veteran cemetery there in the memphis area so what a what a great thing i don't know how the word got out that these Three veterans who had all died of natural causes were even there to be buried, but somehow the word got out, and like we said, 700 – what a great thing. What a great thing for all of those people who come out and give their time, for people that they did not even know, but what they did know, these three did serve their country, and they deserve a proper salute, and that's exactly what they got in Memphis – The mayor of Gulf Breeze, Florida, has had to resign due to inappropriate texting. This is on the panhandle of Florida, where Gulf Breeze is located, and Mayor David Lanfair. He's resigned over the weekend. He had just been sworn in as the mayor of the northwest Florida city back in December. In his resignation letter, Lanfair said that he made a mistake and had engaged in inappropriate texting with an adult woman and he did not go into details about the text. Now, why didn't you, Mayor? I'd love to see what all you had to say in your inappropriate texting. Landfair said he had caused embarrassment for his family and friends and that he did not want to spend his term defending my texting. Landfair had been a city councilman for eight years in Gulf Breeze before he was elected as the town's mayor in November, but on the job for just about a month and already resigning over inappropriate texting. Probably doing that on a city-issued phone, if I had to guess, and that's why he is in a little hot water and falling on the sword. How about this final story in our headlines coming to us from Morgantown, Mississippi. Morgantown is in Marion County in South Mississippi. It's the same county that has the towns of Columbia and Foxworth in it, and Morgantown is right on the Pearl River and a 100-year-old woman named Bertha Vickers went hunting. And how about this? With one shot, this 101-year-old woman dropped two deer with one shot. And and it and, and just happened just after her birthday on January 9th. And she said it was a complete accident and the first time she'd ever done it. But she was able to do it. She had missed four deer this season long. And she was determined to bag a deer and her shots from a, duck, from a deer blind that relatives built she had missed but she liked the blind and its location but not her two hundred forty-three caliber rifle or another gun that her granddaughter had to cock for her. So she was back in the blind days after that 101st birthday and she spotted one deer from her hideout. She remained patient and was rewarded. Again, two deer with one shot. By the way, She also mows her own lawn, raises vegetables, and still enjoys fishing. Congratulations, Morgantown, Mississippi's Bertha Vickers, 101 years old, and a marksman taking out two deer with one shot the other day. Good job there. Don't want to go in her yard. She will take care of business, if you know what I mean. When we come back on the Y'all Show, we will have hashtag Blue Friends. It's got a lot of good stuff coming your way. And before the hour's up, we've got a few business headlines to tell you about on our Y'all Street Business Report. Stay with us.
1: And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When a client calls, what do you want them to hear? Your personal voicemail?
2: Hey, you've reached Greg's cell phone. Um, I'm away right now, <laughs> obviously. Uh, leave a message and maybe I'll get back to you. Or
1: something I, I a little God. more buttoned up, courtesy of Grasshopper.
2: Thanks for calling Green Landscaping. To make an appointment, dial 1. For billing, dial 2. To speak with Greg Smith, dial There's
1: three. no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com.
3: When I have a cold sore, I want something that works.
4: Purpose and L penetrates deep to treat your cold sore, and it's enriched with lysine, vitamins, and lemon balm for soothing relief. But even when I don't have a cold sore, I still want something that protects against a flare-up. Purpose and L protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold, including flare-ups from sun damage with its added SPF 30 protection. So it treats and protects. Works for me. And me too. Purpose and L. Works when you have a cold sore. Works when you don't. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do.
5: Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you. And I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now don't blame yourself. (laughs) How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could.
6: Break up with your old mattress and get with the purple today. Get a $100 store credit with the purchase of a mattress. Just text NICE to 797979 to get your $100 store credit. The only way to get this exclusive offer is to text NICE to 797979. That's N I C E to 797979. Message and data rates may apply. Up to 5 messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com. Reply HELP for help, or STOP to cancel. <laughs>
0: And welcome back on this Monday edition. It's a holiday edition of the Y'all Show on the 21st day of January, more than halfway through the first month of the year, 2019. And this is the Y'all Show with John Raw. where we do have hashtag on the now coming your way. And we're going to start it off with something I saw over the weekend from the world of GIFs. Don't you love GIFs? Man, they... They are quite funny, and I've never, I'll be honest, I've never made a GIF. It would be a lot of fun to do. I guess I haven't taken out the five seconds of time to create such a thing, but I will one day. I'm sure I will. This GIF is very, very funny, but it's really a GIF you probably need to see as opposed to me reading it, but I'm going to go ahead and read it because I think it's funny either way. And it's very creative. Very, very well done, whoever made this. And it's got an image, it says, before marriage, and then it has a conversation between a he and a she. So it says, before marriage, and it's got a bunch of these things, kind of a conversation between he and she. Before marriage, he, ah, at last, I can hardly wait, I, she, do you want me to leave? He, no, don't even think about it, she, do you love me? He, of course, I always have and always will, she, she. Have you ever cheated on me? He, no. Why are you asking? She, will you kiss me? He, every chance I get. She, will you hit me? Question mark. He, hell no. Are you crazy? She, can I trust you? He, yes. She, darling. Okay, that's all before marriage. Kind of a lovey thing between the two going on. Now, at the bottom of this, Jeff, says after marriage. And it says, read from the bottom back to the top. So remember that conversation I just had between he and she? Let's start it from the bottom and go to the top. Are you ready for this? This is pretty ingenious. This is, per- this is genius, I should say, <laughs> here on the Y'all Show. So we'll start out with the bottom of this conversation. She, darling. He, yes. She, can I trust you? He, hell no. Are you crazy? She, will you hit me? He, every chance I get. She, will you kiss me? He, no, why are you asking? She, have you ever cheated on me? He, of course, I always have and always will. She, do you love me? He, no, I don't even think about it. She, do you want me to leave? He, ha, at last, I can hardly wait. <laughs> Maybe not the happiest gif that's out there, but I just thought it was pretty creative how they had it where you could read it before marriage It's got one meaning, and you literally read it backwards after marriage, and a little comical there, okay? Here's a GIF I found that's really not funny at all, but it is just something that maybe we should remind all of us, including our youngsters. I've got a young son, and I'm saying, son, pay attention to this one, okay? Because this is a GIF that we all should remember, okay? Here it goes. A murderer will kill you, a thief will steal from you, but you'll never know where you stand with a liar. <laughs> All right, here we go. A murderer will kill you, yes. A thief will steal from you, yes. But you'll never know where you stand with a liar. Do not lie. Always try to tell the truth, folks. That's one thing we can learn here on a national holiday. Now, a tweet coming in from More Coffee, Less No. Love that handle. It's from Tracy Sky, T-R-A-C-Y-S-K-Y on Twitter. And Tracy Sky is a southern-born Clevelander who loves the Cleveland Indians. But they're from the south, so you have to wonder how confused they must be. By the way, I'm not happy with the Indians. They completely are redoing their uniforms this year, getting rid of the, what is the, the guy, the Joe character that they've had for 70 years on their uniforms, completely becoming PC. I, I can't handle that. I love the, the logo prior to that of course major league helped make that logo famous with charlie sheen there in that role but more coffee less snow. put on twitter southern talk and here's an example of southern talk a couple may or may not actually mean two we're fast and loose with numbers like that y'all <laughs> hashtag southern yeah you're right a couple does not always mean two, more coffee, less. No, a couple could mean two, three, four, a hundred. It just kind of depends on who's doing the talking. I know I usually try to, I guess, make it easy and say a couple, it's two. But now I really don't even think about it. I'm sure you are just like me if you're from down here. Couple just means more than one. Let's just leave it at that. A couple may or may not actually mean two. Yes, very, very Very prophetic, more coffee, less snow. Tanya is on Twitter, and her Twitter account is at F-O-R-U-S-5. At 4-U-S-5, F-O-R-U-S-5, F-I-V-E. And Tanya is a mom of three beautiful girls, retired from corporate human resources to be full-time mom, and I make great sweet tea. We love that. Yes. Now, unlike more coffee, less snow, who was born in the south and went north tanya puts on twitter my alabama born and raised children do not understand why new orleans doesn't have sweet tea hashtag staple and i it's been a long time since i've been in the crescent city tanya so i really am not going to be able to chime in on this from my own expert knowledge of visiting new orleans But this is what you're saying, Tanya, that if you go to New Orleans, it's going to be hard to find sweet tea, if I'm reading this tweet correctly. Can y'all verify this? If you're traveling to the Big Easy, can y'all let me know here at y'all show on Twitter and or our text line, 803-816-1170? Sure, I'm sure a handful of places may have it. Hey, Popeye's has sweet tea, but I bet you New Orleans They've got an attitude when it comes to their restaurants, and they're trying to be the top-end, high-end, fancy restaurants. And in fancy restaurants, you just don't serve sweet tea, it seems. It's it's very taboo to have sweet tea. Sweet tea taboo, it seems. And that may be what you're discovering, Tanya, when you're there in New Orleans trying to have sweet tea now I wish you the best of luck, but I will tell you, Tony, if you get away from that exclusive bubble, the attitude that New Orleans restaurateurs, I'm not saying the general public there, but the people who try to be the great New Orleans chefs and such who are too snobby to have sweet tea, it doesn't take you too long to get in the car and go to a more sensible place. Remember, the Mississippi line isn't about 45 minutes from New Orleans, so you can get over into Let's see, Hancock County, go to Bay St. Louis, go over to Gulfport, Biloxi. You'll be able to have plenty of tea in those areas or even get on the North Shore and go to a place like Slidell or perhaps Covington or Hammond. And I've had some great, I've been to, speaking of Hammond and Sweet Tea, I have been to a Y'all Sweet Tea Challenge in Hammond, Louisiana, and they have had some great sweet tea served up at the Sweet Tea Challenge presented by Y'all Magazine. We've got photos of that, by the way, if you don't believe me. Go to y'all.com, and you can see our past issue where we celebrated the Hammond Sweet Tea event there in Hammond at the part of the Strawberry Festival that they have in Tangibahoa Parish. I think I'm saying that correctly. Just on the Mississippi line south of Macomb is where that is. Home parish of one Britney Spears. Yes, got parishes in Louisiana. Always have to remember that. But thank you for sharing that. And come on, New Orleans, get it together. Let's import some sweet tea to you. Napali Coaster is on Twitter, and the the Twitter account is at Erendira underscore Solana, E-R-E-N-D-I-R-A underscore S-O-L-A-N-A. Though she be but little, she is fierce, Napali Coaster puts on Twitter. And here we go with a comment here about New Orleans from Napali Coaster. Of all things... She writes, only been once, and it was a year after Katrina. Still beautiful. Part of the part of me identifies surprisingly as Southern and I loved it there. Never been for Mardi Gras, though. So Nepali Coaster evidently does not live in the New Orleans area, does not even live in the South. But maybe she's from Nepal. She says that she identifies as Southern. So she's transitioning perhaps from Nepal to the south, or wherever you may be, from Yankee to Southern, but yeah, pretty neat stuff that that you were able. I haven't been to New Orleans since before Katrina. I, I I have not been there. Honestly, I don't think I've been to New Orleans in twenty years, and I don't think I've missed too much. But yeah, it's <laughs> sorry, New Orleans. I, I love the history, but you've got a, a dirty city, in my opinion. You've got a lot of a lot of bad things. It's it's a scary city, frankly, and I'm I'm not. It's not on my top of the places to go to in the South. I've been around New Orleans. I've been to Baton Rouge. I've been down in the Cajun part. I've been to Thibodeau even, but I've not been to New Orleans in the last 20 years. I've just kind of bypassed it. I've even been all the way down to, what is the name of that place, on the very tip of New Orleans that you've got to go way out of your way. It's the only beach in Louisiana, Grand Isle. I have been to Grand Isle, Louisiana, and it's not much of a beach if you ever get down there. It takes probably an hour and a half extra driving just to even show up there. But, yeah, I've been there in the last five years, but I have not been to the Big Easy. H.N. Taylor on Twitter, and the Twitter account is at K-I-K-E-R-D. And they put a tweet out with a picture, but the wording says umph with a lot of H's. And the picture is a, a photo of vegetable soup that it's it's got red cabbage in it. And then they got a lot of grief. I, I guess this person must be from the South, but they are, were being attacked by their fellow Southerners of saying, this is Yankee food. And I, I've never seen red cabbage in vegetable soup. So, yeah, I can understand why H.N. Taylor was getting assaulted on social media. Then a photo of scrambled eggs over toast was put out there, and everybody fell in love with that. So yeah, we love love that right there, and a very good reminder that yeah, l- l- we don't have to have red cabbage in our vegetable soup. But appreciate you sharing that, H N Taylor, on Twitter. And our final tweet here in our hashtag cola blue comes from Andy Terrell, who is a video audio lighting production and installation person, and. I love the Twitter account. I need to share this with someone close to me. Twitter handle for Andy Terrell is red-headed Wizard. How about that? Love that. And it looks like he's a redheaded wizard because he's very good at video and audio lighting and in production and installation. But Andy put on Twitter, 22 degrees this morning. Are we still in Georgia? <laughs> and I had to think, okay, 22 degrees in the south. Well, I mean, come on, Andy. It is January after all. And I just came back over the holidays from a trip out to Arizona and Colorado, where a lot of the time when I was driving, my car temperature there on the display said five degrees. I think I saw four degrees at one time. That's pretty darn cold. 22 degrees in the morning time, Andy, is nothing too extreme. Now, what it did get me to do is go on and research. I'm going to assume, Andy, you're in Atlanta. That's just a very i guess educated guess of where you might be when you say you're in georgia okay here's info that i have found out about atlanta area and the winter time okay winters are cool but variable in atlanta with an average of 48 freezing days per year and temperatures dropping to zero degrees on rare occasion warm air from the gulf of mexico can bring spring-like highs While strong Arctic air masses can push lows into the teens, 7 degrees, 12 degrees, and and you're complaining about 22 degrees. By the way, July averages get way up in Atlanta, no no surprise there. But yes, you can see, let's see, uh, in Atlanta, an extreme range of minus 9 degrees. That happened on February 13th, 1899, minus 9 degrees Fahrenheit in the atl the highest temp was june 30th of 2012 at 106 degrees in atlanta so there you have it andy that's why you shouldn't be complaining too much by the way it made me also want to look up a little bit more about atlanta it's easy to skip over oh atlanta such a huge place believe it or not the city of atlanta what we know as the city of metro atlanta of, of the city limits at least what's in there Atlanta is only the 39th largest city in the country. When it comes to the actual city of Atlanta, the population of the city of Atlanta, 420,000 people, 420,000 people, 39th largest city in the country, Atlanta, Georgia. However, when you look at the Metro Atlanta population, that's all the area around the city of Atlanta. It is the ninth largest area in the country. Metro Atlanta's population 5.8 million souls in metro Atlanta so how about that big area but the city itself only 420,000 people in metro in in the city of Atlanta so there you have it in in that metro I don't know what the temp is right now Andy but maybe it's a little bit warmer maybe it's up to 23 and you're sweating because it's 23 degrees now, and you think you've got a heat wave. (laughs) But we appreciate you sharing that on Twitter, and always fun to see what people have to say about Mother Nature. When we come back, we've got a quick look at some business news and notes around the South. That's ahead, plus Hour 2. We're going to have a recap of all of Sunday's NFL action, and we've got some college basketball to talk about, too. This is the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Talk with a very, very deep South accent.
5: I'd love to hear more. Do you have a card?
2: This is it. This is when you can either let something happen or make it happen with your professional custom card from Vistaprint. Right now, you can get 500 business cards personalized the way you want them, starting at just $9.99. You pick the look, the style, and the statement you want to make in the moment. Now is the time to make something happen for your business. So, own the now with 500 custom business cards starting at $9.99 at Vistaprint.com. Just use promo code 1414. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1414.
4: Herpes and L works when you have a cold sore and works when you don't. If you haven't tried this for cold sores, you're missing out. Purpose and L penetrates deep to treat cold sores.
6: It really works. I apply it as soon as I have one.
4: Purpose and L also protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold with added SPF 30 protection.
5: I use it in the winter and in the summer to help protect against flare-ups from sun damage.
4: Purpose and L. Works when you have a cold sore. Works when you don't. Uses Directed.
1: And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When picking a phone number for business, what sounds more professional? Your personal number?
6: Hold on, let me give you my cell. And uh, actually, let me get yours too, just so I don't ignore your call, you know?
1: Or a dedicated business number, courtesy of Grasshopper.
6: It was a pleasure meeting you. Our number is 1-833-IT-TROOP. Give us a call anytime.
1: There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com.
3: It's Friday night, baby, get ready,
7: set, go Gonna take you to the crystal and a picture show Well, the sky's the limit, there's no price too high Baby, you're the apple of my eye Got my paycheck in my pocket and some gas in the tank. Honey, your love better than money
0: in the bank. Hey, 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 hey. We're back. It's the Y'all Show, our final segment of Hour 1. Still lots of goodness coming your way in Hour 2. This is John Rawl, our number 803-816-1170, Texas. That's our text line, and you can call to 803-816-1170 on this show all about the South and John Anderson gets this segment started with money in the bank, and we hope you got a lot of money in your bank. Unfortunately, if you're a government worker right now, there's a chance you might be on furlough and not getting your government checks, So we hope you get that real soon. In the Washington, D.C. area, people are helping out with the partial government shutdown. There's a lot of deals that are being available and offered to people throughout the government shutdown. Of course, being in D.C., you got a lot of people that are having to go through this partial government shutdown. The Harlem Globetrotters offering two free tickets to their latest stop. All you got to do is show up with a valid government ID at the box office, and you'll get two free tickets to their 2019 fan-powered North American tour when they stop by in the Washington, D.C. area. Anytime fitness locations around D.C. are offering 14 days free for furloughed Workers and other offers being available. Local sports teams are helping furloughed federal employees, too, by stepping up to ease some financial burdens and offer free tickets. Not just the Harlem Globetrotters, but local places there in the D.C. area. And this extends also well out of D.C. I saw where the Memphis Grizzlies basketball team was offering tickets to furloughed workers. So good job there. A lot of restaurants are helping out, offering a free lunch to kids 18 and younger and and other uh, other options so you might want to if you're a federal worker and we know you're going through a little bit of a hiccup right now might want to check out the local newspaper or other websites to see perhaps what deals are available to you right now as you go through this federal shutdown right there in the virginia area we have news of an investor and a, a guy who's been a big force in democratic donations and that is billionaire. I mean, this guy's got lots of money. Michael Bills, very appropriate last name. And he's from Charlottesville, Virginia. And he is now kind of on a crusade to help try to downplay Dominion Energy's influence. This is a Virginia-based power company that has had a major, major role in politics and a lot of money and all kinds of other influence. In fact, they just bought out South Carolina Electric and Gas (SCE and G) in South Carolina, the long-time energy provider. Dominion has bought that out, which I think SCE and G also owns. Scana, Scana has resources like natural gas available in Georgia, Atlanta, Macon as well. And Scana, I think, was a, a subsidiary of SCE and G. Now, Dominion, the parent company of all that, and this extremely rich. Democratic donor Michael Bills now launching a multi million dollar crusade against the local electric company Dominion. Looking into are they a little bit too big for the britches? I guess is the best way to say it. In Mississippi, casino revenue is up in 2019, and it's all because of sports betting. Statewide revenue rose 1.7% in 2018 to $2.11 billion, and that's up $44 million. From the year 2017, gamblers lost $185 million statewide in December, up 5% from December of 2017. And sports betting, which became legal in August, and casinos raked in $15 million in sports betting revenue from August through December. I'm surprised the number was not even more. Now, remember, Mississippi has the Choctaw Indian Casino near Philadelphia, Mississippi, And these numbers do not include that Choctaw Indian Reservation because they don't have to report their winnings to the state of Mississippi. A lot of people making money, and including the state of Mississippi, off of gambling and casinos. In Oklahoma, the unemployment rate is continuing to go down, a downward trend in December, falling one-tenth of a percentage point. The Oklahoma Employment Security Division reports that the December unemployment rate stood at 3.2% down from 3.3% in November and the fourth consecutive monthly decline of 0.01% of a percentage point. So good job there. The national jobless rate stands at 3.9%. And finally, in the state of Texas, recyclers there are facing challenges from a weak demand and low prices. And the Houston Chronicle reports, as environmentalists corporations and the public increasingly focus on the mass of plastics discarded every day they are running into a stubborn problem that is yet to be solved the recycling market continues to sputter most recently from weak demand and low prices waste management waste management the Houston trash collection and disposal company expects its earnings from recycling to shrink by about a hundred million dollars last year compared to 2017. A robust recycling market is critical not only to reducing plastics in the environment, but also to the Gulf Coast booming petrochemical industry to which growing concerns about plastic waste pose a threat to business. But yes, we're seeing more of this green economy and such, but it looks like at least in, from a Texas standpoint, recyclers are having a demand of, of, of having that weak demand and low prices in terms of recycling. So we wish them the best and recycling a good thing try to try to do that if y'all are able to when we come back on the y'all show we'll have hour two we'll look back at the weekend in sports and jerry short the teller of tales from taco way will be dropping by with his awesome report that's all ahead do not touch that dial this is the Y'all show
6: beep's coming you know what to do
5: Hey, I'm gonna just rip this band-aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you. And I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now don't blame yourself. (laughs) How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could.
6: Break up with your old mattress and get with the Purple today. Get a $100 store credit with the purchase of a mattress. Just text NICE to 797979 to get your $100 store credit. The only way to get this exclusive offer is to text NICE to 797979. That's N-I-C-E to 797979. Message and data rates may apply up to
7: five messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com. Reply, help, for help, or stop to cancel.
1: Unison presents a bedtime story.
7: A lot of people ask me, Hey, Einstein, how do you get all those ideas? My formula is simple. Get a good night's sleep, because sleep equals dreams, and dreams are where the magic happens. With Unisom Sleep Tabs, you'll get your dreams faster, because you'll fall asleep 33% faster. So good night, sleep tight, and keep your dreams alive with Unisom.
5: Versus placebo in a clinical study. Use as directed.
0: Two of the Y'all Show here on Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and in Mississippi and Alabama, it is Robert E. Lee Day as well. I'm your host, John Raw. Glad to have you back here on this all southern program. And we're going to be talking with Jerry Short in just a few minutes. We'll be talking about both Martin Luther King Jr. and Robert E. Lee with the Teller of Tales from Pola. And we'll go down his memory lane about both of those figures of our Southern f- history, of course, both with connections to the South. Lee from Virginia, King from Georgia. We'll talk about all that later with Jerry Short. Here on the program, you can reach us anytime. Our number is 803-816-1170. And on Twitter... It's at y'all show. Well, we start the weekend review of sports with the NFL in mind. And boy, did we have some thrillers on Sunday. And we've got our two teams now set to play in the Super Bowl. And the first game that concluded on Sunday was the NFC Championship game for Mercedes-Benz Superdome in New Orleans. And the Los Angeles Rams defeated the New Orleans Saints in overtime 26 to 23. More on that game in just a second, as there were certainly some differences of opinion on the way that thing wound down in the Big Easy. Then, the later game on Sunday, you had the Patriots rallying and they got a win over the Kansas City Chiefs, also in dramatic form, 37 31, as the Patriots got the overtime kickoff and never let up and were able to march down a field and get, according to overtime rules, The other team does not have to possess the ball if you, the receiving team, go down the field and score a touchdown. That's exactly what Tom Brady and company did, and they get the big win, 37-31, and now they're going to their fifth Super Bowl, I think it's the fifth in eight years, and they'll look to... Maybe make amends on what happened last year when they fell apart and lost to the Eagles in the Super Bowl. This one, of course, in Atlanta at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in just a few days. But the Super Bowl being set now between the Rams and the Patriots. Two two great teams, no doubt about it. And for the Rams to go into New Orleans and win against Drew Brees and company was a lot. Of course, as I said, a lot to be said about that particular game. And it's the talk of everyone about the officiating. And the head coach of the Saints, Sean Payton, says the Saints will never get over this blown pass interference call that happened toward the end of the game. A call, if called on the field, frankly, the Saints probably would have won the game. And the reason is the clock was in their favor, and they could have easily just sat on the ball, kicked a chip shot field goal, and go off to the Super Bowl. But the call was not called a pass interference, a blown call. And according to Sean Payton, he said the NFL's head of officials told him the officials blew the call by not penalizing the Rams for the pass interference late in the fourth quarter. So that doesn't bode well for Saints fans, many of which are probably listening to the show right now, as we are in Saints country with the y'all show. We know you're feeling for this, but don't forget Yes, you should have won the game. Yes, you got robbed. But the Saints didn't help themselves out either. And I'm I'm particularly talking about Coach Payton. Remember on that first down call where they did a little tricky pass play and the ball went incomplete? Had that been a run play? Maybe we wouldn't have seen a pass interference later in the game. And the Saints would have end, ended up winning the game in a, in another way. That's why... Anytime you got people involved, human beings, things won't always go perfect. Even with replay, I'm sorry. I saw, for example, in the Patriots-Chiefs game, replay was trying to dictate about the punt that supposedly may have grazed a player. I couldn't really tell. And, of course, replay rules on that. But even with replay, you're going to have an element of error. There's just no way to truly know. And that's not just in football. That's in every sport. There's always going to be question marks out there and you just, you got to live with it. And sometimes you have to grin and bear it. Now kudos to Saints coach Sean Payton for coming out doing an interview post game. It was tough. I know for him to do that, but sure enough, the Rams prevail rally 32 year old head coach there. And, uh, Grew up in Georgia, by the way. Grew up in the Atlanta area. Went to one of the private schools around his area there of Atlanta when his dad was, I believe, involved in the NFL for the Falcons, I think. But sure enough, his Rams heading off to the NFL's Super Bowl. It's called the Super Bowl for a reason, and that will be back in his hometown. Head coach Sean McVay, congrats to you and the L.A. Rams L.A.'s first appearance in the Super Bowl as L.A. since the late 70s. I think it was 1980, technically, when they were in the Super Bowl. All right, let's go to college football talk for a minute. The Alabama Crimson Tide has now filled four vacant assistant coach positions. Lots of changes there in T-Town, and they've added coaches Charles Kelly, Sal Sinceria, a former player for Nick Saban, Kyle Flood, and Charles Huff. And this, of course, coming from all the attrition going on in college football, but those guys coming in in different positions. Sincere had been the linebackers coach at Alabama from 2009 to 2011 before working with Saban, and so we will see what happens there as Coach Saban always has a revolving door in Tuscaloosa and now bringing some people back in some cases and also making changes there. For the Crimson Tide. On the college gridiron front, the University of Alabama has now filled four vacant assistant coach positions, including one guy coming back in the fold to Tuscaloosa after being away for a few years. That guy would be Sal Sunsiri, whose son Vinny played for Alabama a couple of years ago. Joining Coach Sunsi on the Alabama Crimson Tide assistant staff, Charles Kelly, Kyle Flood, and Charles Huff, of course. Nick Saban's Crimson Tide A lot of turnover there in the coaching staff each and every year, and now he's got four people filling various roles within the program. To college basketball and Florida Gator forward Keith Stone has been ruled out for the season with a torn ACL. He'll have season-ending surgery after he tore the ACL in his left knee during the game at the Georgia Bulldogs. Over the weekend, and Florida was able to hold on and win in Athens, 62 to 52. But this six foot eight junior from Deerfield Beach, Florida, who averaged 6.1 points and 3.9 rebounds, will be out for the rest of the season. Keystone, we wish him all the best as he goes through this gruesome process now if you happen to catch a little college basketball over the weekend the Duke Blue Devils survive in Cameron against the number four ranked Virginia Cavaliers 72 to 70 and Zion Williamson with a total of 27 points in this game he is just an amazing freshman for Mike Krzyzewski and Duke holds on in ACC play against the Cavaliers. Virginia Tech took care of business against Wake Forest. North Carolina won on the road at Miami, 85 76. NC State went to South Bend in the 17th ranked Wolfpack, 77 73 over the Irish. Louisville took care of Georgia Tech in convincing form, 79 71. And then on Sunday, Boston College pulled the upset over number 11 Florida State. At Chestnut Hill getting the win there. From Saturday's SEC action, Tennessee, what a great win for them on Rocky Top. Laval's number three in the country won 71 68. Over the Alabama Crimson Tide, Kentucky escaped at Auburn in a matchup of number 12 versus number 14 teams. Kentucky wins 82 to 80. The Land Sharks of Mississippi won 84 to 67 over Arkansas. Mississippi State went on the road and the number 24 ranked Mississippi State Bulldogs won 71 55 at Vandy. And you saw Missouri winning convincingly at Texas A&M, 66-43. And South Carolina suffered their first SEC loss of the year as they fell in Baton Rouge to LSU, 89-67. That's a look at some of our major college basketball action from the weekend. When we come back on the Y'all Show with the General, we'll have Jerry Short, the teller of tales from Takapola, talking all kinds of good stuff. You don't want to miss it. Stay with us.
1: And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When a client calls, what do you want them to hear? Your personal voicemail?
2: Hey, you've reached Greg's cell phone? Um, I'm away right now, <laughs> obviously. Uh, leave a message and maybe I'll get back to you. Or five,
1: something five, a little five. more buttoned up, courtesy of Grasshopper.
2: Thanks for calling Green Landscaping. To make an appointment, dial 1. For billing, dial 2. To speak with Greg Smith, dial There's 3.
1: There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at
4: grasshopper.com.
3: When I have a cold sore, I want something that works. Purpose
4: and L penetrates deep to treat your cold sore, and it's enriched with lysine, vitamins, and lemon balm for soothing relief. But even when I don't have a cold sore, I still want something that protects against a flare-up. Purpose and L protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold, including flare-ups from sun damage with its added SPF 30 protection. So it treats and protects. Works for me. And me too. Purpose and L. Works when you have a cold sore. Works when you don't. Use as directed. Keeps coming. You know what to do.
5: Hey, I'm going to just rip this band aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. (laughs) How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could.
6: Break up with your old mattress and get with the Purple today. Get a $100 store credit with the purchase of a mattress. Just text NICE to 797979 to get your $100 store credit. The only way to get this exclusive offer is to text NICE to 797979. That's N-I-C-E to 797979. Message and data rates may apply up to five messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com. Reply, help, for help, or stop to cancel.
0: It's the Y'all Show back with you here on the 21st day of January, a day that is a national holiday across the country. at Martin Luther King Jr. Day and all of you out there remembering this southerner on this day, we want you to keep in mind the Y'all Show pays tribute to Dr. King and all the things that he accomplished in his very short life. Today, in the state of Alabama and Mississippi, it is also, in addition to Robert E. Lee Day, in addition to Martin Luther King Day, it's Robert E. Lee Day. In those two states, of course, General Lee and Martin Luther King Jr., both having birthdays right around the same time period. And if you really are into Civil War history, today, I think, is also Stonewall Jackson's birthday. So Stonewall Jackson, Robert E. Lee, Martin Luther King Jr., all with these mid to late January birthdays and states across the country— are celebrating martin luther king jr and a couple of states celebrating general lee and other states kind of in the shadows honor general lee but it's certainly not out in the open it's time now for our teller of tales from takapola to join us here on the y'all show jerry shorts here with us and we're going to talk to him about these two southerners both robert e lee and martin luther king jr and their how their histories are in some ways tied together, both being from the South, both really great men who did amazing things in their life, but one of course now is almost it's like a, a naughty word to mention anything about Robert E. Lee in some circles, of course not here on the Y'all Show. We we love General Lee and we recognize the incredible, you know, tasks that he had leading the Confederate Army and, and the What happened in the years following that and how in the world this man who really in in my opinion was one of the greatest americans ever to have that unbelievable record during his lifetime and now 150 years later it's like he's the worst person ever and i just don't believe that to be true jerry short welcome in on this holiday we are glad to have you on the y'all show
3: Hey John, how's it been? I got a little bit cold, so bear with.
0: Me. Ah, we're we're fine. Talking
3: some deep down inside.
0: We'll we'll let you have the day off from work today, Jerry. All right, I appreciate it. So and, uh, you uh, might have heard me rambling there about General Lee and Martin Luther King Jr., and I want to have you come on and kind of share your thoughts on both of these men, and you actually were, or, uh, I hate to admit, and, and out you here, you, you're you old enough to remember the Civil Rights Movement. I don't think you're quite old enough to remember the Civil
3: War. Well, maybe, <laughs> but uh, just a little bit of it.
0: Okay. So I'll leave it there with you. Your thoughts on these two Southerners here as we celebrate across the nation Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday today, and in some states, Robert E. Lee Day as well.
3: Okay. Well, let me go back to the uh, oldest of the two. Okay. Uh, General Lee. um, Well, I I think General Lee is the only person to go through West Point without a demerit. You are correct. You are correct. And uh, that speaks a heck of a lot about his character. And where he was headed as a person and his military mind, uh, which evidently he had a great military mind to lead the uh, Confederacy, uh, which was tremendously outnumbered and uh, had very little support from, started out with a little support from France and England, but uh, that all kind of fell by the wayside. And he was kind of left out there, kind of like Donald Trump. He was left out there on a limb with a saw to saw itself off if he wasn't careful. And that's kind of what happened at Gettysburg, I guess you would say. Right. But uh, my experience uh, with him and, uh, you know, it would be after death, obviously. And, you know, William and Mary, you know, going to campus and going to the chapel where he's buried. And,
0: Washington, uh, and Lee, uh, rather.
3: Yeah, Washington, I'm sorry. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and in a fine town uh where uh miss huckabee uh sarah huckabee sanders was not welcome to eat lexington virginia. lexington
0: virginia which by the way you may not have seen this video I, I actually had this forwarded to me over the weekend they had a very lengthy parade in honor of both robert e lee and Stonewall jackson throughout the streets of lexington virginia over the weekend and it went off without That's- a hitch from what i could tell so kudos to uh-huh. lexington
3: I'd like to have been there, and I, I you know where she was thrown out of that red hen I've actually ate there really? and uh yeah, and my grandson and uh i've I've been there four or five times and uh and no, I was me and coach Craven today, didn't there. but anyway it um it uh traveler robert e lee's horse is buried at the back door of the chapel right outside where robert e Lee is buried in inside on the uh, podium of the church. Right. And, I um, mean, it's beautiful. So, you know, I guess, uh, and for you, we, you know, we, you get into history all day. And that's kind of what we'll get in with, uh, Dr. King here shortly. Right. Because he had a lot of current history and you're right. I was there, and, uh, lived it. And, and as a, you know, as a matter of fact, uh, my mother owned an employment agency in Memphis, uh, not too many blocks on up past where the Lorraine hotel where he was assassinated. Um, I was in her office today. He was assassinated.
0: Really?
3: And we, uh, we kept me and mother came down. She was a building called the Steric building. If anybody's familiar on third street, across from the park. And we came down the, um, elevator at about five 30 or so. I got in my car and she was in her car. I just went up to see her in her office. And uh, she owned the employment agency. And so when I came down, I was going down uh, uh, 2nd Street, going south. And Front Street, rather, I'm sorry. And that goes down to Union Station, uh, the railroad depot. And it was about 6 o'clock, 6.30, 6.15 maybe by the time I got out of here. They were sealing off that end of town with police. And I didn't have a clue what was going on. You know, sirens coming from every direction. And things were just, just unfolding and then. He had just been, Dr. King had just been shot, I think around six o'clock on that Thursday afternoon. And so as we went on through there, I barely got through the net they were setting up and went down Interstate 55. And, uh, uh, I read later that James Earl Ray went down Interstate 55 when he left Memphis. So I guess we he had a white Mustang. I guess we went down fifty five side by side. I don't know. My goodness! But he said that he I was going to Grenada, Mississippi, which is hundred miles from downtown Memphis. He says that's where he first learned was in Grenada, Mississippi, on the radio that they was looking for him. And he turned and went to Atlanta and and went back to Canada and flew to England. Somebody had to have been backing him with as much money, but. Let's get back to Dr. King. And, uh, yeah, he, he marched a lot and, and did a lot and it's peaceful and he was for peaceful protesting, which it don't seem like we see much of that today, does it? Uh, it's no. always something that seems to happen around the protest. And I remember, you know, they, they didn't have that much security, but it never was any really, uh, action. He, he marched through Grenada, him and Joan Baez together when she lived here. Uh, on the mule train going to Washington, and the train mules was who who said all fallen off and broken down from marks to here, about ninety miles or so to get the grenade as far as they could get, to. and uh, they were fixing them, and they had, and he came in, and they marched on the square, and her Joan and him was I think arm in arm, and so. My, my, my thoughts of him is he did a lot for his people, uh, our people, American people. And uh, he did it the right way. And, uh, and not like now, which I kind of feel like we're doing it the wrong way. And it was similar to what's going on at the border. If you call people getting away from uh, what's happening to them, bad things happening to them, this happening to them, corrupt government, corrupt this. That's kind of what was going on, according to Dr. King, and and he had uh, peaceful marches and had peaceful protests, the rallies. When he got killed in Memphis, he was helping the uh, uh, sanitary workers uh, with the union, you know, trying to get union benefits. It was a
0: war on poverty at that time.
3: Right, that's exactly right, and that was uh, thanks to. Lyndon Maynes Johnson, who came out with a war on poverty, really. Jerry, and, uh, I, su- I
0: assume most of your memories of what really was happening in the world, just like most of us come when we're roughly 10 years and, and older, maybe you probably should remember most what's really kind of happening. And so in the mid-1950s when you were coming of age, do, right. you, do you remember? Because remember at that time, newspapers were a, a major force. You had newspapers, radio, and television was just emerging so in the South, as a child of the South, how much, how much coverage of the civil rights movement was even in p- papers and, and on in the media at that time?
3: Well, of course, everybody loved Walter Cronkite or Huntley and Brinkley on NBC and Cronkite, I think, on CBS. Those are the anchors that we would uh, watch every night. So you only had three networks, yeah, and they would report kind of sparingly. Uh, It wouldn't be every little incident or every little thing. It was something big like the march across the bridge at Selma or the uh, integration of Ole Miss or Alabama or Little Rock. You know, they would report that stuff, and they'd spend a little time on it, but they wouldn't spend the whole hour on it. They might spend 10, 15 minutes on it. And, you know, of course, the big items like the Ole Miss ride and And uh, it went live, the uh, Alabama uh, University integrated and things like that. And, of course, Dr. King's assassination was live. It went live that night, but it wasn't completely live because I remember on the Johnny Carson show the night that uh, Dr. King got killed, that Wayne Newton was his guest. And Wayne Newton was just kind of a young fat boy, just starting to make it then. <laughs> and he, he cried and he wanted to sing. He asked, he asked, um, uh, Johnny Carson could he sing How Great the Art? And he sang and he cried when he sang. And so, you know, so news, when news went off, the coverage went off. So Johnny Carson comes on at 10 30. And you got that. And of course, in the newspapers, you know, it would be a headline here and a headline there. I delivered newspapers. Memphis, Memphis had two. Every big city had two at that time. And uh, I can remember the headlines that would scare me, like Suez Canal Block
0: yeah.
3: and World war, war on the Brink. And I'd read to my – when I'm folding my papers so I can throw them on the porches, I'd read the headlines. But they wouldn't go overboard with any, anything in particular. And everything was fair uh, reporting. Yeah. Walter Cronkite, we thought, I didn't know any difference from him being the biggest conservative in the world or being the biggest liberal in the world. He was just kind of reporting it as he saw it, as it was, as it was given to him to report. And we didn't find out until years later that Walter Cronkite was, you know, really a real liberal. So I'd say it was fair then, and you can make your own mind up, which I don't think they give you that opportunity to do today.
0: Right jerry of course dr king lived a very short life uh, being assassinated i think before he was 40 years old robert e lee lived to be 63 years old he died in 1870 he was born by the way january 19th 1807. 1807 and here we are in the 21st century a century that of course neither of these gentlemen these southerners lived in and we see martin luther king his name is everywhere Not that it shouldn't be, but it is just about everywhere. Every town you go to in America has something Martin Luther King Jr. related. And we have a national holiday and all types of remembrance of him. But Robert E. Lee is like a curse word these days in most circles. Only two states in the South have a Robert E. Lee Day going on today to honor his birthday. And do you think there will be a time, Jerry, when people will try to Get rid of the Martin Luther King Jr. celebration, similar what happened, what's happened with Robert E. Lee.
3: You know, I would have said absolutely not uh, two years ago, but after what I've seen that's happened with Trump and how they've tried to get rid of just everything that comes up, and how white males are just pushed under the bus today. Uh, anything's possible. Yeah, uh,
0: you're saying you in a hundred years. Who knows what this country is going to resemble? And that's
3: exactly right. That's and, exactly right. The
0: way things are going in Washington, we might have a socialist country. We may be having only holidays for Stalin and Lenin.
3: Well, we're pretty close to it. And I don't know if you saw the other day where, and I'm not uh, knocking any religion, but uh, the two Muslim ladies that was elected to Congress, they've already ready to propose five holidays. Uh, in honor of Muslims really? and, uh, national holidays. And they are, they're based around Ramadan.
0: Uh-huh.
3: And there's, it's going to stretch out to be five days in a 365 day year that they want a national holiday. They want schools closed and they want all government offices and post offices and everything else shut down for those, uh, five Ramadan days where, as far as I know, there's only one holiday in America today that has one name attached to it, and that would be Martin Luther King Day. Right. You know, it used to be, uh, President, that's President's Day mm-hmm. when he used to have a few presidents, you know, holidays and went like that. So, yeah, John, I, I'm afraid if, uh, if this thing is not turned with, uh, what's coming when a couple more caravans coming up and, and the wall is uh, not progressing because it's getting blocked so hard and so strong, it's like that's all that's all they want to do is block that. I'm afraid that we're heading in that direction, and if something's not done, we could be exactly what you said, which I would have thought would be absolutely ridiculous. Well, my, you
0: know, my concern, Jerry, as a fan of history, as you are, is we have such a, a society now especially I, I would say all ages to be honest with you not i'm not just going to pick right. on the youngsters here
3: it's not just millennial it's a lot of us they have no uh,
0: they have no clue of history don't want to know about history and so yeah it's very easy to say robert e lee oh god he fought for the confederacy get rid of him now get rid of him everything confederate that's just not accurate and that's not true and it shouldn't happen Meanwhile, we've made Martin Luther King Jr., if you're not up on your history, pretty much did the civil rights movement only happen because of him? No, it didn't. But you could see where one day people were like, this guy is the only reason we had a civil rights movement. Forget Rosa Parks. Forget everybody else. It was only Martin Luther King Jr., if you want to believe the way some people think about history.
3: Well, you know, there was a leader uh, in every state, a state NAACP, uh leader like in mississippi you know Med Galvers who was uh, assassinated right and there was a person like that in in every state so in and, and most well, places uh, every
0: community had a leader and honestly some of those have been honored but our, our, my point of bringing this up today isn't to say this holiday is bad it's just it, it's a it's a holiday if you look at the lee example could be in danger one day and i don't want to see either one of these things go away i'm just glad they're both from the south and it took martin luther king jr from georgia who had of course work in alabama to help get the civil rights movement on a whole nother level maybe more from an exposure standpoint originally and then robert e lee a great example any person no matter what race should be looking up to as a person to idealize to to person to try to resemble to to have as an influence in your life that's just my whole point here a day that both men are honored in some states but of course dr king honored throughout the entire country jerry short we want to talk with you more but not about holidays when we come back speaking to robert e lee we want to talk about the military. I know you've got some findings that we want to discuss. We'll do that right after the break as the Y'all Show on this holiday Monday. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day and happy Mark, Happy Robert E. Lee Day, too, as well. We'll be right back Amen. with... Sir? Amen. Okay. We'll be right back with the rest of today's Y'all Show. Don't go anywhere.
5: I'd love to hear more. Do you have a card?
2: this is it this is when you can either let something happen or make it happen with your professional custom card from vistaprint right now you can get 500 business cards personalized the way you want them starting at just 9.99 you pick the look the style and the statement you want to make in the moment now is the time to make something happen for your business so own the now with 500 custom business cards starting at 9.99 at vistaprint.com just use promo code 1414 that's vistaprint.com promo code 1414
4: Herpes and L works when you have a cold sore and works when you don't. If you haven't tried this for cold sores, you're missing out. Herpes and L penetrates deep to treat cold sores. It really
6: works. I apply it as soon as I have one.
4: Herpes and L also protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold with added SPF 30 protection.
5: I use it in the winter and in the summer to help protect against flare-ups from sun damage.
4: Herpes and L. Works when you have a cold sore.
7: Works when you don't. Uses Directed.
1: And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When picking a phone number for business, what sounds more professional? Your personal number?
6: Hold on, let me give you my cell. And uh, actually, let me get yours too, just so I don't ignore your call, you know?
1: Or a dedicated business number, courtesy of Grasshopper.
6: It was a pleasure meeting you. Our number is 1-833-IT-TROOP. Give us a call anytime.
1: There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com.
7: Cars go past ask. We placed our bets where they were headed. And held our cigarettes like movie stars.
0: This is the Y'all Show on this Holiday Monday with Jerry Short. We've got the teller of tales from Taco joining us here on this All Southern Show with John Rawl. Our number, 803-816-1170, if you want to reach out to us. We'd love to get your feedback here on the All Southern Show. Jerry, we are having a a good time here on this day that a lot of people aren't working. But, Jerry, you and I, we got our work clothes on and don't want to leave out our U.S. military. They're out across the globe working. And, Jerry, I know there's something with you as a guy who's retired from the military. I want you to tell me something you've recently discovered about our armed forces.
3: Well, I tell you, John, it really is. It's real concerning. And, uh, of course, back in my day, they had the draft and you didn't have a choice. You went on, no matter what your academic standards were. And unless you were a doctor or someone like that, you know, you college and you were maintaining a full point. However, unfortunately I was neither one of the two. But um, I've learned—excuse me—I've learned recently that uh, the uh, uh, well, the retention is down too in the the military. People are getting out, and the draft—they're trying to draft. I'm a draft sign now. It's not a draft, and they give him pretty good bonuses for whatever you qualify for. But if you take your military interest test. Uh, The ones that used to make below 30%, they would only take uh, 30% of the test uh, scores. below that. Uh, They would only take 2% of those into the military. Now that's up to about 6% because they tried to get more people. And they said that uh, they had to lower their standards in training. They've had to lower their standards in uh, a lot of different areas that they never thought they would have to do that to try to meet the, meet the qualifications for enough trainees to even go to the classes that they have opening each uh, each month or two for basic or AIT or whatever, to, whatever they have to go for the training in. So they've, they've dropped this down, and now they've decided to go. To the, they, they've pinpointed 24 liberal cities and communities, that they're going to, to try to change their opinion of what a military soldier does and to make it sound like it's not quite as uh, bloody and vicious and as you see in these movies now. It's not a full metal jacket type thing anymore. How they've let them down, don't think that. Y'all can come on too. You're welcome aboard. And, and we have these big bonuses of $50,000. To sign up, and then they'll give you a bonus to stay. And, and so, but that's down this time of the year. They usually get their biggest uh, uh, recruits in the after high school, say, is over with and in May and June, because that's when people are looking for a job. So instead of patriotism, and I'm sure there's a lot of patriots that join still. But it's a business. They're making a business out of the military. And I just don't think that a business and a military go hand in hand exactly. I don't know. I know you got a background in military and you're a Citadel graduate, which speaks very highly of itself. But if you'll think about it, business and military, uh, um, just don't mix. It used, we used to think when I was a boy, some guy had retired after 20 years in the military and he came out of the military. He could not ever assimilate back into society. It was just, you know, because he had been trained a completely different way, a completely different mindset on how, how our society and how our capitalism works because it's taken care of you for 20 years. And, uh, I as I as, you know, I've got two granddaughters would kill me for them to be in the, uh, drafted, but I'm really a component thinking that uh, maybe we need to open the draft back somewhat.
0: Well, you mentioned my my background at the Citadel when I graduated in 1993 from the Military College of South Carolina, the Citadel. They didn't want officers, so going in the military was was not really something even encouraged by people at a all military school with all four branches of the armed forces represented army navy air force marines we didn't have coast guard there but it was it was pretty much a a no brainer for someone like me hey military is not even an option even if you want to go that because of all the cutbacks we absolutely thanks to people like you jerry short in 1991 we annihilated a country iraq in about two weeks in that war and because of that the military said you know maybe we don't need all these people we're gonna uh, decrease our ranks we're gonna shut down navy bases we're going to also shut down Air Force and Army bases around our our globe. And so, therefore, the drawback, it wasn't an option for me. Now, years later, Jerry, I tried to get a direct commission in the United States Navy. I tried three times. I did all kind of tests. I went for all kind of interviews in multiple states, and I was never picked and never given a reason why they didn't pick me. They just sent me a form letter saying, thanks, but no thanks. So after a while, you kind yeah. of get you kind of throw your hands up, like, okay, well, this is ridiculous. I, it was Naval Reserve I was trying to get a commission in. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it was it's very frustrating, and I think what I'm sensing is, to now now the military is needing people like me, but guess what? People like me are over their age limit.
3: Absolutely, and it's always about OCS. You know, they're trying to get me to go to OCS, and I wait around. When I finally said, okay, I'll go. And wait, we got a 32 year limit on that. 32 years old. And uh, I'm 33. So one, I'm already pre-trained. Don't have to go through anything. Been special forces, been uh, artillery, been ranger, been this and that. And I'm not qualified because of one year. And it's, it's always what they might just be wanting or looking for as it changes politically. And like you said a while ago after the, you said 91 after the Kuwait situation the desert storm. And we ran them back through across the desert in five minutes. They thought, well, we don't need anybody. I mean, we got it all under control. Well, it's a big world out there. And a lot of people have other things and it's going to always, I used to always think there'd come a time that we'd have so much technology that we wouldn't need boots on the ground, which I don't like to say it's soldiers on the ground. But, uh, we need soldiers on the ground all over this world. And things are getting bad in Africa. Things are bad anywhere in the Middle East. It's, uh, some of these people, they want to decapitate us and want us dead and will never be satisfied. They don't care if it's tomorrow or if it's a 100 years. That's their goal. So we've got to be prepared to defend ourselves at all times. And we've got to have a standing army. And we need a standing army. I think the last I saw we didn't have but uh something like ninety thousand actual soldiers. We I think we need a quarter of a million. But if you look at Red China and what they would have, they'd have two million uh soldiers that could uh go uh come forward with a bayonet in your face. And we don't have that. And we can't go dropping atomic weapons all over the world either. Because we know what that had to eventually come back to us to harness. And we've got to fight them on the ground. And without, you got to have personnel to do that. And we don't need personnel that are in the army just to draw that big bonus and that really good check. And I, I really like this young man. I'm fishing to say something about. Him. I went to a Christian of his, uh, his child is, uh, yesterday and, um, he's in the, he's in the air force he makes close to he's a captain and he makes close he got rotc the only thing he ever he never had to go to basic or anything he coming out of college and he's making close to a hundred thousand uh, dollars a year and it's going to be better than that and he's already qualified for major and he's a young man a real young man uh probably about 32 or three and he, and you can imagine he's living like that and got that kind of income he's sharp he's changed his uh job skills in the military over to a uh, hospital administrator He's in anchorage he's in Alaska now and uh I think he's put in for Keesler in Mississippi who uh, fortunately or unfortunately uh depending on if you're there uh Keesler has the number one hospital in the military. So if he could get there it's a three-year hitch each transfer i think this young man's been to i know he's been to guam where he was able to buy a six hundred thousand dollar house and uh live on post and uh he still has the house and he's got to rent it out to a colonel so anyway my point is that big money you, you get big money into the military and you'll end up paying and you may be paying for what you're uh, not getting. And, uh, we may need a draft, but you can draft ladies, you know, they're, they're really on our cases. As, as males now, it seems like so, uh, but make them a nurse. Don't put them on the front lines. Don't put them in a foxhole unless they volunteer. If they volunteer. Yeah. Go ahead. But yeah, you know, if you, if you draft them, there's a job somewhere in the military, For everyone, I don't care if it's on Kitchen Police being a KP, peeling potatoes all day. There's a job for somebody.
0: I'm signing up for Armed Forces Radio. How about that?
3: That sounds like a next move. (laughs) uh, But but I said my little speech about it, but I just, I was really blown away when I found out that they were going to start going to liberal communities and trying to change the image. To prospective soldiers, how nice the army was and how much money they could make in it.
0: The army and all military is about killing people and tearing things up. At least that's what they are able to do and you don't want them to do that, but that's what they're trained to
3: do. That's right.
0: Because if and, you don't uh, if you don't kill people in the army and you don't tear stuff up, they're gonna be doing that to you.
3: I know and our biggest problem after you do what you just said is you're trained to do. We send the combat engineers back in to build it up. And uh, since the Marshall Plan, we've almost done that through Europe. Right. And now that we want to get out of NATO, it's uh, a bad thing that we get out of NATO and quit protecting these people. Well, we've been protecting these people for 70 years. Uh, You know, it's time they protected their self.
0: And, of course, the Marshall Plan arguably... Existed because of what happened to the South after the Civil War, where there was no Absolutely. Marshall Plan.
3: Absolutely. And, you know, they thought we needed world trade and their economy needed to be back better than before. And it was, you know. Check the streets and see how many Japanese cars are hmm. running up and down the highway.
0: Yeah, and, and arguably Germany and Japan were both up and going, and world leaders within a decade after they had both had unconditional surrenders and the South, some may even say, in some portion of the South, still hadn't come back to life after oh, the Civil no, we
3: War. Oh no, we had tariffs. on us. I shipped a lot of, a lot of lumber and a lot of puffwood to paper mills to the north, and and we couldn't do it. It would tariff to us. And the company I worked for, if we went south, the tariff wouldn't on us. But if we went north, it was. So if someone had them on rail, and I needed to ship something to Moss Point or something to mobile and it had to go back up to Memphis and back across, the freight would be three times the uh, cost. So, you know, we uh, the company I work for bought their land base and their timber base north of all their mills because they could ship the product to the paper mill or the wood products mill to be uh, finalized without paying twice the cost. And that was up into the, I assume it's still that way. I did that up through the 80s, into the 90s. So uh, we, yeah, I know that part of the Civil War part that they put on the South was still there. Yeah.
0: Well, Jerry, that's why we have you on the show. You bring not only the great tales of yesteryear, but your thoughts on the southland and your knowledge and of course your service in the military we appreciate and we appreciate all of our folks who have worn the uniform of our country here on this national holiday jerry short teller tales takapola thank you and have a great rest of your holiday day
3: thank you john you too all right
0: thank you sir and that will wrap up today's y'all show with john rawl and we'll be right back here with you on the tuesday edition with plenty of good stuff you do not want to miss out And we'll have plenty of talk about college sports, of course. Uh, Look back at some of the games from this past weekend and what's in store this week. Plus, we'll have, as we do on Tuesdays, a look at all things politics in the Southland. All that on the Tuesday show. Thanks for listening to the Y'all Show with John Rawls.
3: When I have a cold sore, I want something that works.
4: Purpose and L penetrates deep to treat your cold sore, and it's enriched with lysine, vitamins, and lemon balm for soothing relief. But even when I don't have a cold sore, I still want something that protects against a flare-up. Purpose and L protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold, including flare-ups from sun damage with its added SPF 30 protection. So it treats and protects. Works for me. And me too. Purpose and L. Works when you have a cold sore. Works when you don't. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do.
5: Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you. And I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now don't blame yourself. (laughs) How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could.
6: Break up with your old mattress and get with the Purple today. Get a $100 store credit with the purchase of a mattress. Just text NICE to 797979 to get your $100 store credit. The only way to get this exclusive offer is to text NICE to 797979. That's N-I-C-E to 797979. Message and data rates may apply
0: up to five messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com. Reply help for help or stop to cancel.